Hey everybody, welcome to another episode of I Watch Too Much Stuff. This is a podcast that looks at media that represents for the culture, and I take a look at some of the ideas that are presented and try to break it down from a multicultural point of view. And of course, as always, that multicultural point of view is mine. I am your host, Hayden Green, Brooklyn's favorite polymath, and so today we are talking about The Woman King. Okay, so The Woman King uh, just came out. This is uh, this came out this weekend, so September fifteenth. Uh, sorry, September seventeenth, and it is a movie that uh, stars Viola Davis, uh, Thesu Mdu, uh, Lashana Lynch, Sheila Atim, and so they, and of course John Boyega. Now. There is a lot to get in with this movie, but I wanted to preface my review on the fact that I am pretty happy, I'm very, very happy that we recently took a trip to Ghana and uh, and spent time in Accra and spent time in Cape Coast uh, before seeing this movie because it informs my... It informs my judgment of the movie a lot more than somebody who probably didn't have that experience. And I'm hoping that I can bring that to you right now. So, we always start off with stuff that went down. So, this is a brief synopsis of the movie. The movie is a tale about the Dahomey warriors, uh, coined by the by Europeans as Dahomey uh, Amazons. The the, the Homey had a fierce tribe of women warriors that were notorious throughout West Africa, and they were called the Agoji. And this is uh, a story of one of the Agoji generals. Now, it's a fictionalized story. This woman, her namesake doesn't actually exist, but there are plenty of examples of generals that were just as fierce as as she was. the general is played by Nanis is called Naniska and played by Viola Davis and uh, and she has uh, sergeants uh, Aminsa and Izugi uh, played by Sheila Atim and Lashana Lynch respectively. Now, it is uh, a story about how the the Home tribe tries to get out of the tributary status from the Oye tribe. Uh, and for those of you who uh, don't know very much about the the Home, which is the majority of people because, you know, history is told by the victors, uh, the Dahomey tribe would be located in what would be present-day uh, Benin. And the Oye tribe, which is the tribe that they were under servitude to, uh, would be closer to northern Nigeria. And so there was this conflict, and, and this is something that's really important to, to note, is because there is a, a sense that, you know, all pre-colonial African nations were also very uh, close and intimate with each other, um, and some nations were, but they were warring nations, and these two were warring nations. Uh, there was also the specter of the slave trade with the Portuguese, and so what happens in the movie is that uh, the the home is trying to end the relationship with the Oye, um, but also questioning their relationship with the Portuguese in providing slaves for the slave trade. Uh, one of the great lines from the 
from the movie for me was we sl- we trade slaves for guns to fight wars to get more slaves to trade to trade back and to get more guns and it is a vicious a uh, vicious cycle and so uh it, it the the movie goes on to uh show the conflict and the, the fight scenes are amazing uh between the uh the homie tribe and the oya tribe and uh and also it, as with all these movies, there has to be a love interest, and there's a twist at the end that I'm not going to spoil for you, uh, because hopefully you've already watched the movie, but you may be listening to this podcast in anticipation of going to see the movie. Uh, so there is a plot twist at the end. Um, so that's what goes down, and it, leave it to be said that the uh, the homie were able to vanquish the the Oye um, and raise themselves out of uh, a tributary sta- uh, status and uh, lean more into selling palm oil um, as a mainstay for their economy. Uh, so that's the basis of the film. And so uh, just to talk about the acting, Viola Davis does her thing in this one. Uh, so I have a, a, a huge criticism for of Viola Davis when she's doing lawyer shows or has to dress up in, in you know in heels and stuff like that. Viola Davis is her gait is distracting uh, when whenever they put her in heels, um, and I don't understand what it is, and and, and it's just her walk, uh, but it it becomes distracting for me. But outside of that, she is an amazing actress. And her gait is perfect for this role, uh, and in, in i.e. gait in terms of the way she walks. Um, but her gait for this role is perfect. It is strong. It is strident. It is commanding. Uh, and 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 I believed every moment of her character when she was on uh, on the film on on screen. Uh, uh, Miss Medu Medu. Mbedu, oh my God, I butchered that name. I am so sorry, Miss Mbedu, uh, who played Nawi. It was an an incredible new force. Uh, well, new to me. I have not seen her in other things, and she brought an energy and a fire to her character uh, that caused everybody to just second second guess what they were asking her to do. Uh, as I always tell people, it's like sometimes you need somebody new to the whole thing in order to get what to order to ask the questions like so why do we do it this way? And so those were great moments. Uh, I, I also saw them having the movie taking the time to explore the relationship between Aniska and Amensa uh, and never really talk about the fact that for all intents and purposes, they were a couple. Uh, they didn't talk about it. They didn't say it out loud. But the care between the, these two characters was palpable. And, and, and I loved the way that the characters uh, really interacted with one another and showed that relationship and that loyalty to one another. Um, Lashana Lynch was a beast. I Oh, man. I absolutely loved every part of of her character just her snide her sarcasm um the way that she cared for nawi uh and 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 even down to the end uh just really trying to make sure that the the mission was accomplished right uh john boyega is proving himself 
to be quite the versatile actor. He plays King Giso, uh, and in the in in the actual in the film, uh, he is the king that strives to move them away from the slave trade with the with the goading or the encouragement, uh, Naniska. Um, but in real life, they moved away from the slave trade uh, and then came back to the slave trade. Uh, but it's a very complicated relationship. And that's one of the things I'm going to go into. So, you know, so this is the, the foundation of what you're seeing uh, play out on the screen. But it's also based in historic, historic facts. Uh, I loved that. A young woman, a young girl will be able to come to this and find themselves in different places. A young black woman um, will be able to find themselves in different places, whether it's being strong or caring for people or, you know, being regal. Like there are so many different depictions of what it means to be African in this film uh, that it is easy for a, a young woman to say, that's me, right? That particular person is how I want to be. That particular person is how I want to represent myself and not be myopic or singular in terms of this is the way that all African women present themselves. So I love that for the film and I love that. And I took my young, my young daughter and it was really dramatic for her and in, a, in the right way, because like I told her when, when we left the movie theater, and she left the movie theater in tears, uh, and there is something about there, uh, there is something about leaving a movie theater and feeling something about what you just saw, um, even if it brings you to tears, that is a mark of a good movie. And so I uh, we had a long conversation about everything that uh, that she saw and why it made her upset and and what what she really liked she um has since said that it was the greatest movie that she's ever seen so uh that's 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 a real uh stamp of confidence and and a stamp of approval from a nine-year-old so you know that's that's a great thing so i wanted to to touch a little bit about the slave trade aspect of it uh so it is historical fact that tr- warring tribes in West Africa would sell the people that they got as slaves to Europeans uh, in exchange for guns, or uh, exchange for food, in exchange for products, all kinds of different things. And in America, that, uh, that piece of the narrative is the piece that um, was used and has been used to separate um uh, Native Africans and uh, uh, you know African Americans in this country, and one of the pieces about that is that the the colonizers would say it's like, look, your people sold you. We didn't come get you. Your people sold you to us, and that's only partially true. And what's even less true about it is what the concept of slavery was for individual people. And so when we went to Ghana this last this last intercession, one of the things that the, the Ghanaians told us when we talked about slavery was that there is a difference in the way slavery is thought of in West African countries and the way that it is thought of it by the European settlers. And so one of the pieces is that in Ghana, for instance, 
if you become a slave, if your tribe wars against my tribe and we best you and you then become a slave to my tribe, you work off your time of servitude and then you can you have the opportunity to become part of that tribe. You have you may even marry into the tribe. But you become a full-fledged member of the tribe when your period of servitude has ended. And you see this in the movie as well because some of the Agoji were former slaves and proved themselves and became part of the tribe, became part of the Agoji. They became the Home, right? And so that's a concept that is common in West Africa. And so when you layer that over, and, and you know, Slave trade between tribes was common. So um, people, tribes would go to other tribes and say, hey, we have this um, these slaves that we have from a third tribe that we conquered. We'll sell them to you for whatever products that you have. And again, the concept is we sell them to you. They'll work off their servitude and then they will be part of your tribe or they will be set free to go, go forth wherever they want to go. So that's the mindset that the trade between Europeans and the African tribes was taken on. And what was never a concept for them was that the enslaved people that were being sent or uh, uh, sent abroad, sent to the Europeans, would be in servitude not only just for their lives, but for their for generations of lives after them. And as that became as that started to became become apparent and became obvious, that's where people started to realize this is not something that they want to participate in. That the Europeans' idea of slavery, the Europeans' idea of servitude was far different than that of the West African nations. And I think that that wrinkle in and of itself makes a huge difference between uh, between thinking, I was like, well, you just sold your, your countrymen uh, to these Euro European marauders as opposed to it being part and parcel of the way that tribal, tribal interactions happened in that time of, the, in, in, that time of in history. And we were talking about the 1850s, 1840s. Uh, King Gehu started his reign in 1816, uh, 17 or something like that. And so that's the exact period that this movie is set in. The other piece about it is that Europeans actually did come to uh, West African nations and go and take people from villages. So it wasn't just they, they would pay for some uh, and trade with certain villages, but they would actually go to tribes and take people from the villages and, and, uh, and enslave them and then imprison them. All right. So. I think that that's a piece that needs to be laid onto this movie uh, for it to be a little bit palatable to some people. And I know that there are people who are watching this and go, see, I told you they sold us down the river. It was like, but that's not exactly uh, the right way of looking at it. Uh, I did enjoy all of the fight scenes. They were very well choreographed. Uh, you know, there, <laughs> there were moves that, you know, you felt like you could do yourself if you practiced for a very long time and ran through a thorn bush. Um, but I think the dedication and the, the idea that if you keep on practicing was, again, present in, in this depiction of a warrior come to fruition kind of or come to age kind of story. Uh, but it was an amazing it was amazing to see uh, regal 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 regality regal. You, you get what I'm saying. Uh, regalness uh, depicted on screen in 
in these African villages and really looking at compounds, palaces, as opposed to uh, the huts that sometimes are depicted uh, when when they want to show what West African villages look like. All right, so all in all, I thoroughly enjoyed this movie. I, I think that it is a movie that everybody should go see uh, because there are, there are places that are have that you can have a lot of conversations and if you just want an action film, it's there for you as well. Kudos to Viola Davis. I am pretty sure that her name will be mentioned come Oscar time, uh, but I hope that a lot of members of the other members of the cast also get a nod as well. Anyway, that's my review. Thank you for tuning in to I Watch Too Much Stuff. Next next up will be another movie or another show. I don't know what I'm going to go to next. Uh, but, of course, you know Black Panther's looming out there, so you know there will be a review for that. All right. Uh, y'all be good and keep on watching stuff. Talk to y'all later.